Ty and Eric back in the booth, Think Fresh podcast. How are you doing, Eric? <laughs> I'm doing just swell. I'm feeling like my stomach is swelling as well. Mm-hmm. That's like a fucking Eminem bar I just had right there. It really is. Just say um, it faster. Yeah. <laughs> Knees weak. Stomach is swelling. <laughs> yeah. Heartburn in my chest already. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ty and I just destroyed 24 inches. Mm-hmm. Total, if you can't tell, by our nasally voices. Um, I feel like I swallowed a slug. I don't know why every time I eat Subway, I just get this like gelatin lining on the inside of my throat. It's really gloopy in there and I can't get it out. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I need to swallow or hack it. <laughs> Put in or out. Inner, no in or outs. Anytime we have Subway, we always have the worst smoker's cough after, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. And it kind of carries through the next day sometimes. Like you know, you wake up after smoking a pack and you just kind of like, hack away for five minutes dude i i feel that <laughs> after every six it only takes six inches to get me there you know and i'm like really wheezing mm-hmm. i think it comes down to this I, okay my you would think it's the sauce but i actually think it's the bread eric because oh. i think the bread because it's so like absorbent uh triggers the sal- salivation glands to mm. produce more phlegm so you over in, end up over indexing on phlegm in the in the mouth because your body had to make so much to help break down that bread. I think so. It's a breakdown thing, and it's also a absorption thing. It's like sucking up all the moisture in your body. Yeah, like, totally. By the time we finish, we look like that SpongeBob meme. Where he's like, <laughs> I need it, <laughs> dude. That's how I feel right now. Like my body is so dry. Like my pores are really big, except for my throat, where all of the lo- liquid is right now. It's lubed up in there. Hmm. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Jesus. So maybe we should talk about what we had for lunch. Um I'm just gonna quickly rough off mine because it was so simple. Yeah, yeah. Every day I always get the same thing, Supremo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I barely even innovate with the vegetables these days. Cause I know what I like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm an you're older really gentleman in. at this point. I don't need to experience new things anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're the logger and a burger combo at, sitting at the <laughs> bar at your local pub kind of guy. <laughs> when you said logger, for some reason I thought you meant like a log of meat mm. and therefore i concluded that you were talking about a hot dog and i was like oh calling a hot dog a logger would be kind of funny that's really cool yeah dude couple <laughs> like blizzy is out logger is in a couple of logs with the boys yeah dude you're um, a, you're a, what, what is a someone who chops down trees called a lumberjack of sorts so you're also a logger <laughs> a logger yeah you are what you <laughs> the eat. logging industry are <laughs> they making hot dogs or or tree trunks wow I, I am craving a lager. That sounds really good right now. We're drinking lagers right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> lager, but I want to. I want to be mountain down on one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've locked in your order. You are at a level of refinement that other sandwich subway patrons strive to reach. How does that feel? <laughs> Top think, of your game. If I'm honest, Ty, I think subway patrons start where I'm starting, and then they venture off, and then they can always come back to. They, they always assume form, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they always come back to where they started. It's a it's a closed loop, Ty. Mm-hmm. And then once you complete the loop once, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's like that old saying, if you love something, let it go. And it yeah. will find its way back. And that's how exactly. your like favorite sandwich at Subway always goes. You get bored of it. Mm-hmm. You pivot. You mm-hmm. explore new territory. You realize it mm-hmm. wasn't as good. And you come crawling back to that cold cut with mayo and mustard. It's a great point. Sometimes you got to let your footlong experience other patrons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like if you have the lettuce and tomato every single time, you're denying one person of lettuce and one person of tomato. Because it's, believe it or not, it's not an infinite amount of lettuce and tomato. It is a finite amount and they <laughs> will run out eventually. <laughs> it is true. It's not a bottomless bucket. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dude, the bucket of lettuce today was so brown and scraggly. I don't know if you caught the the just what was happening there. It looked like the fall leaves outside. Even the subway lettuce is a victim of the changing seasons. That is true. The spinach, as usual, was looking crisp, but mm-hmm. when you look over the lettuce, some were brown like the leaves. Others were pale white, like they had just seen a ghost. Yikes! The ghost of my sub- subway sandwich, I guess. I don't really Spooky know. Spooky season is coming to an end. <laughs> so. Eric, on my sandwich, I usually get marinara sauce, but I'm on a health kick right now. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> and the reason for that is because uh, over the last week during spooky season, during Halloween, I ate the same six foods every single day, and they all start with the letter C. I'm going to name them out for you. I'm, gonna, I'm willing to bet that they all start and end with bread as well. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah. Uh, let's see. We got cheese. We got chocolate. We got candy. We got celery. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Chocolate, candy, cheese, cheese, chips, chips, celery, and Coors Light. Six wow. C's. The six C's of my wheat. Wow. It's like, that's like your version of dip, dive, duck, dodge, and dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One C away from sailing the seven C's, if you can help me find it. Yeah, absolutely. Cheese um, and toasted. Walk me through celery. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been to a lot of Halloween parties. Is this, and... a, is this like uh, ants on a log type of thing? <laughs> uh, usually it has some sort of cheesy dip. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, just, when, the, when the functions got the veggie dip, that's crazy. Like in, it's so weird that like <laughs> the veggie platter has asserted itself as the only healthy option at the function. Like you can be like, as long as I got the veggie tray, all bets are off with everything else. You can have the craziest cuisine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I can have 18 loggers, mm-hmm. and as long as I have like eight carrots, mm-hmm. I'll be you know net neutral. Yeah, I'm it, carbon neutral. <laughs> Dude. You're really like just it's bringing you back down to earth, back down to the soil. You know, it's like, oh no, reality check. We got the veggie tray here. You know, (laughs) (laughs) dude, when reality sets in and the veggie tray pulls up, damn. Yeah, dude, you like you got the Jello shots right next to it, and it's fair game because you got you got some like perfectly sliced cremini mushrooms side by side. It 100. You know what that tells me, Ty? It tells me that everybody is a closet veggie lover (laughs) because like oftentimes the drunkest people are the most into the veggie platter. Mm Yeah, because they're like looking for help. It's a cry for help, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you see the veggie platter pull up and you're like already eight beers deep, nothing like soothes the palate more than taking a baby carrot and like scooping up as much ranch as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. You know what? I always trick myself. <laughs> I always like go for the cauliflower and then I oh, take yeah, a but... bite of it. And then I think like this tastes boring. And why did I, why didn't I go for the juicy, crunchy carrot? Yeah, all things start with C, which is pretty crazy. It is. Celery, cauliflower, carrot. Seven C's, cremini. Cremini. (laughs) (laughs) Cherry, tomato. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow, it's just a, it's all C's. Yeah, dude, all C's. Um, You could have easily uh, stayed true to yourself and, you know, made one of the C's cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Because that is a staple of your diet, right? But I, I, don't I didn't celery. eat it this week. I didn't eat it this week, Eric. I ate cheese. I okay, ate candy. Okay, I bad, ate chocolate. I ate chips. <laughs> I didn't mean to press you like that. <laughs> Ty, we got to talk about something because you went to a movie recently. And this is unlike you because I know that you're a known movie skeptic. Let's mm-hmm. just say. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't like to go to the theater, really. We went together, obviously, for research. They don't really strike me as the kind of movie guy that... Movies, movies are for children. <laughs> motion pictures. My my brother in Christ. You're how old and you're watching motion you're, pictures. You're looking. <laughs> you like pictures when they move. That's so cute. <laughs> that is cute. Mm-hmm. So, but you went to see a very special movie 
I guess over the weekend or over the week? Literally last night. Last night. Yeah, I went, Can you I went, tell us about it? Yeah, I went to Cineplex. I went to the VIP lounge. I don't know why the Cineplex VIP lounge has to be so poppin'. I don't know if you've ever been there, but they're like blasting pop smoke the whole time. Oh. I'm like, my brother in Christ, I'm here for Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, wait. So they played pop smoke for the for which movie? <laughs> oh, I was seeing the um Eras tour live in concert uh con- concert experience. Um <laughs> not on my own fruition i i go to support bay of course but i did i will admit i will admit on mike i liked it quite a bit you liked it quite a bit 4.5 on letterbox (laughs) if the heiress tour movie is what inspires ty to get a letterbox account i will quit this podcast (laughs) well it was just very inspiring so so um uh nostalgic and romantic the lyrics like real just nice love songs Mm -hmm. and you really feel the essence of the music when you're watching them in like the big screen mm-hmm. and it's just like a audio and visual eye candy you know i totally get it yeah so at your screening did you have like 10 to 20 underage girls dancing in front of the screen or or not because i've seen that on on mm-hmm. social media i think i missed the first wave of the tsunami because it was quite <laughs> a quiet theater last night mm-hmm. um the only there was a couple other couples dotted around the um the theater and of course because it's almost empty almost empty except there was of course the server in the vip theaters you get the server right (laughs) who's wandering about with a very bright ipad screen seems a little Mm -hmm. bit like unconsidered dude i love watching the server try to like fight their way through a crowded theater Mm -hmm. to like bring you like your chicken burger or whatever (laughs) it's so funny because people are like watching oppenheimer and it's like dead silent and the guy's like Excuse me, who got the who got the Cajun? <laughs> yeah, who got the chicken strips? Yeah, dude, it is kind of funny the whole thing because it's like clearly all the servers in the VIP cinema are just like the high school kids that got tall too quickly. Oh, so they're like they can now kind of like come across as maybe like early twenties, even though they're not. Right. You can still like see the pimples on their faces, mm-hmm. and they're like just trying to like carry around a beer they've never drank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even legally allowed to hold this. <laughs> yeah, let alone give it to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. so okay walk me through what the movie experience was like you obviously listened to some songs was it just like you know just a live performance essentially it was it was literally the front to back of the concert i was expecting some backstage clips or some like um maybe angles that you wouldn't see in the stadium but other than the extreme close-ups of the outfits or the dancers you're really just immersing yourself in the concert it's it's just a uh, POV body cam <laughs> of a Swifty in the crowd. Interesting. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny if it was the, actually the POV of somebody front row. Because mm-hmm. then they would like turn around and like, talk to their friends, like mm-hmm. drop their jewel on the ground and like look for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That'd be pretty interesting. It'd be more interesting than like the like drone camera footage of the concert. Yeah, coming in over the stage. Yeah. I feel like there was enough cameras out at any given moment in that show that you could have found footage clipped together the entire show just from different angles of different iphones which Dude, would be yeah. a cool like use of ai in the future for rebuilding concerts i'm gonna we should cut this from the episode because that's a good idea for a startup <laughs> i've already seen this not ai but i've seen people do that with like the frank ocean show mm. um not a coachella but it was like the one in new york like years ago mm-hmm. they uh like i've seen a compilation of just people like cutting together clips and I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, 
this is actually pretty useful because I don't have to like watch a bunch of videos to get a sense of the concert. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can understand the best place in the arena as well if you were to go to a future concert there. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Because the content is all that matters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, yeah. So did that last night. Went to Subway with you today. <laughs> my health You're kick, on a bender. Yeah. My health kick isn't really like taken off the way I wanted. I called it um, Health Nut November. But that's why I didn't get marinara sauce on my sandwich today. Oh, Eric. I, had, I felt like I had to make a decision that was right for me. And you know, I always get marinara mm-hmm. sauce on my sandwich. It's the heart of the sandwich. And True I understand bloody why. Bloody red. Yeah. I understand why it is such a go-to for you. Mm-hmm. Because comparing the marinara program at your local subway to the one near me, mm-hmm. it's like it's like the NBA and the WNBA. You know what I mean? It's like just two different leagues. Two different completely. leagues, yeah. Yours was so much nicer and it looked like safe to eat, which I guess is the main thing for me. Like at my subway, it's always got like a dark red rim mm-hmm. and the St. Tim Hortons, you know, I'm not rolling up the rim oh, no. to, to win. Dude. Yeah. You're, the marinara at your location is crusty, musty, and rusty. <laughs> it is so whack. It, looks it is like, it looks like the, like, <laughs> at, like the cylindrical rim of at, like a really old muffler. <laughs> <laughs> It is eating away at the bucket. Like mm-hmm. the bucket is slowly dissolving. It's kind of like an episode of like Breaking Bad, which you haven't seen, where they dump a bunch of acid in the bathtub and it just like goes through the entire building. Dude, totally. I always <laughs> think about that with the like I wonder if they use a specially reinforced bucket for the marinara. Like, cause you know that like it's like that got that BEPA plastic <laughs> leaching into that sauce all yeah. day. If it Jesse. <laughs> Jesse has to be rubber made. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Walt. Shit, that needs to be glass. But yeah. concrete, concrete would not work. Too porous. Imagine scraping a concrete bucket to get sauce into your sandwich. Oh. That thing would be like crunchier than a oyster found at the bottom of the sea. Damn, you break your teeth on the marinara sauce <laughs> on, the, on the meatball. <laughs> Shit. So I skipped the marinara, Eric, and I was thought I was making a. I, I was at forging new ground. I thought I'm going to make up with that with some like really like hard hitting vegetables. Maybe I'll go into the jalapeno zone today. You know. Like maybe I'll do red onion, like mm-hmm. some real heavy hitters to make up for the loss of umami flavor. Mm-hmm. But then I enter the veggie section and new ve- new vegetable enters the chat. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it's not really a vegetable. <laughs> what? <laughs> I saw the egg and the egg has never looked better, Eric. The forbidden subway the, egg. The forbidden subway. But the way they, I think it's subliminal messaging to position the egg, not with the proteins, but with the vegetables. Almost like marketing it like it's a healthier choice or that it's more fresh. Because I would never normally get the egg at Subway. To be honest, it probably is a healthier choice. Like it's got some protein in it, right? Like if you're going Veggie Delight, mm-hmm. you might as well add the egg for a little bit of... Mm. Yeah. Just is like, it next to the uh, Veggie Patty? It is next to the Veggie Patty, yeah. There you go. There you go. It's, it's a vegetarian item. That's why it's on that side. That makes perfect sense. Now, I can't guarantee that it's 100% egg for a few reasons. One, the color was so yellow. It was like... Uh, yeah, it looked like Bumblebee from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was transforming in your stomach right now. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, gurgle, gurgle. But I still felt like I should go for it because it was just beckoning me today. So I said, hard pivot on this, whatever I was going to do. We are going egg sandwich. And I've never done that before. This was a transformational experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way you asked was kind of nice too. You said hey, can we turn this into an egg sandwich? Like mm-hmm. just transitioning it into an egg sandwich is kind of funny because mm-hmm. all you really did was add egg, but mm-hmm. you didn't turn it into anything. 
It's a really good point. But the egg is the star character. You know what I mean? It's the main character of the sandwich. It makes the star me, player. It makes me realize why Subway can just take add like one new meat to an existing sandwich and rebrand it as a new sandwich. They do that all the time and put it on the menu. Mm-hmm. And I did that live in front of my artist and I didn't even realize it. I yeah. see why they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else in line said, hold on, let them cook. Yeah, yeah. So at that moment, Eric, I realized I needed to pivot and this is now going to be a breakfast sandwich. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I got lucky. I had already picked the everything bagel bread. And the habanero cheese. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right? So all roads were leading to that. So then we just went, kept it simple. Tomato, spinach, a few green peppers, and then Southwest sauce and a little bit of garlic aioli. And fuck, I made a breakfast sandwich. Why is it, Ty, that the cheese has habanero in it? Like, that's, like, such an aggressive pepper to put in cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it sounds scary, but it's not too spicy, is it? I don't think it's spicy at all. I've never even tasted spice in that cheese. <laughs> it's got no heat. I think it's just for color. Like, little speckle is quite intriguing. Speckle is nice, yeah. I like the speckle. Okay, great. So, what do you think is in the egg? Because it looks really fluffy, mm-hmm. so it makes me think that they might have added some milk or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Maybe they, they whisked it for quite a long time yeah that that stuff's been in a hamster wheel spinning around (laughs) i don't think it's milk eric because that would like it subway doesn't need to put milk in there they're gonna put the cheapest ingredient they can in order to uh, like emphasize the size and fluffiness of that thing so i'm thinking it's like soy is my best guess Mm. maybe uh mulch or like another type of edible like sawdust <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna google right now cheapest way to fluff in eggs egg. let's get see what comes up a here. little little bit of turmeric for the yellow probably <laughs> i don't think it's cooked over low heat and stirred slowly no one's got time for that no and it's they're, pretty wet they're being paid by the hour they're being so. paid by yeah you're right you're right they don't got time for that I don't really know what it is, Eric, but I don't trust that it's 100% egg. There's no way. It did taste a little eggy, but it also tasted a lot like nothing. Like if I took a piece of the egg off the foot lump and I put it in my mouth, it just tasted like there was a warm sensation in my mouth. I was experiencing the heat, but I wasn't experiencing the flavor. It's like my tongue got chopped out. <laughs> huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And this was my biggest critique of the egg, was that it was very absorbent of the other flavors around it. Mm. Uh, black not a black hole a yellow hole if you will <laughs> gross i think i need to triple down on my sauce next time if i'm going to do this again do you think that subway just doesn't season the egg at all like absolutely t- <laughs> not there was no seasoning on the thing not even salt <laughs> like typically you know salt and pepper goes a long long way with an egg mm-hmm. and your egg was like perfectly like pastel yellow mm-hmm. so that tells me there's no pepper in it obviously mm-hmm. That's probably why. That's probably why it was so bland. Do you think they uh, decided not to add salt and pepper strategically? Like they didn't want to offend anybody with the flavor. They wanted to keep definitely. it nice and nice and palatable for the most most mouths out there. Definitely, that's definitely the reason. Yikes! <laughs> Big yikes! Um, but needless to say, we destroyed all twenty four inches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, feeling feeling pretty good now. 19 minutes into this episode i'm feeling healthy again it's i thought i was going to be burnt by that foot long but i'm actually have more energy than i expected the protein mm. in the egg is working but now this budweiser is probably going to put me to sleep ty we had lunch at 
1 30 p.m mm-hmm. this is a dangerous thing because mm-hmm. it's encroaching on dinner time mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm kind of in my early dinner era now yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. i understand twilight why, zone i understand why old people do that because it's just like so much more convenient like you get the food in before you go and do stuff you know what i mean i need fuel is what i'm trying to say here and so i got i want to talk to you about like making the 530 rezo <laughs> <laughs> like and how just like how much better it is i've had to do that now for my upcoming trip in la i've had like two 530 rezos on the calendar already dude I'm like this is kind of awesome it's kind of crazy <laughs> i think i don't know if i'm getting older or what but dinner is getting earlier like, dinner's getting younger we're entering supper territory <laughs> oh like, fuck I, after you hit that cross the 6 p.m threshold into the afternoon you're in mm-hmm. supper town we're in supper town and i think the the transition is longer than we're leading you to believe you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like First, you start eating dinner at 5.30, but you're still having a second dinner at like mm. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm in that era right now where I'm like double Same. dipping on dinner. Eventually, you'll cut out <laughs> that second dinner because you'll go to bed early. I'll, I'll be sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too sleepy to eat. Yeah. Wow. So you crazy? can feel the tides of age changing your daily habits. 100%. Dude, I, I think for me, it's more of a, uh, I'm being pushed into the 5.30 rezo because I can't get a reservation at 8 p.m. It's too competitive. Mm. So I'm compromising my lifestyle in order to eat at the places I want to. And right. that's forcing the 530. So it's aging me faster than I intend to. Yeah. I mean, for me, everything that I want to do starts at eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So something's got to give like either dinner or like the show that I'm going to or totally the concert stores are at eight. Love Island's newest episode. <laughs> at eight. Exactly. Like... The Lakers game is at eight. Like I, I can't, work i can't do everything at eight i can only be at one place yeah, at yeah. one time right and i'm not eating the the chili dog at crypto.com arena you know what i mean <laughs> it, it's not called a dog anymore it's a log <laughs> the crypto log <laughs> the crypto log. <laughs> that's actually pretty clever pretty think funny. about that for a second yeah, yeah. so yeah 5 30 rezo uh where am i going going to oh horses going to horses 5 30 mm-hmm. and then straight to the lakers game and then I have a Korean barbecue booking immediately after the Lakers nice. game. So double dip on dinner once again. Triple dip if you hit the concession. <laughs> I don't think I will. I think that's like a waste of a meal on vacation. Like when I'm on vacation, I try my hardest to not eat bullshit. That's smart. You save, I mean? save your food. The exception being like in and out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but I feel like a part of the stadium experience, and we talk about stadium <laughs> food a little bit too much on this podcast. <laughs> But I feel like a part a of the experience yeah, is the stadium food. Like, I love the idea of overspending on a bad hot dog and just like <laughs> throwing that thing back, hucking it back mm. in the in the stands. I think it adds to my experience. It does feel good. It it works if you're in washed Vancouver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we've experienced everything there is to experience in Vancouver in terms of food. Yeah. So at a place like LA or anywhere else, I don't want to waste a meal there. Basically, that's fair. I totally get that. You're that's you're living very intentionally. If that's the case, you're that's able right. to like suppress your cravings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only the best when I'm on vacation, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whenever sw- whenever you tell me to get Subway on vacation, it like burns a hole in my stomach. So I'm like, I have to do it for the pod, mm-hmm. but I refuse to do it. A little sixer isn't going to kill you, Eric. It might. <laughs> but I will walk in and like look like I'm going to order and then leave. 
Right. <laughs> you just take a few notes. Exactly. And just document everything with like a panoramic photo. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's still serving the pizza here. Nice. And then you leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I didn't see that like mango chutney subway like sauce mm. at the British UK British UK uh, subway that I went to. Yeah, yeah. Nothing I, there in terms of mango chutney. They do love their chutney over there. So I'm quite surprised as well. I would yeah. love to see that come across the pond. Like, uh, not, there's not that many sweet sauces on the menu. Like, your sweet onion kind of mm-hmm. dominates the sweet side of the spectrum. And beyond that, what do we got? We got nothing. 100%. Honey mustard, kind of. Yeah. Irish fans and <laughs> British fans, comment below on what's your subway order? Because mm-hmm. next time I'm, you know, breaking bread in Dublin, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah, shout out to Dublin, friend of <laughs> Everyone that lives in Dublin is a friend of the pod according to our <laughs> analytics. <laughs> it's Incredible. crazy out there. Damn. Speaking of travel, we have a few more minutes. I want to talk to you about Yacht Girls. Tell me more about Yacht Girls. <laughs> this is a, I guess, not so secret conspiracy that I learned about last night. Essentially, Ty, that there is this water brand that advertises on like billboards and things like that okay and it's like a fake water brand that just like hires like models and like and like influencers and things like that to like model with like the water Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying and i don't know what you're saying what do you mean a fake water bottle brand just listen it's like (laughs) just imagine like it says budweiser instead of budweiser it's like flubweiser flubweiser okay so (laughs) flubweiser is a an a fictional hydration brand (laughs) That people are spending real money to advertise with real people on real yachts mm-hmm. in real billboards. Yes, because it is actually a human trafficking organization. No way. But like in like the mildest form. Wait, what side of the human trafficking <laughs> argument are they on? Are they pro-trafficking? Um, everyone's in on it. Like all the girls, everything. Everyone knows they're like, being trafficked. Yes. It's kind of like an escort service. So like people will see those ads and... It's not really about the water. It was never about the water tie. Mm. It's about the girl that's holding the water bottle. Oh. It's an advertisement for the girl. No, really? Yeah. And it turns out, Ty, that people will pay these girls, shocker, I know, to hang out with them on yachts. Wow. So, like, whenever you see, like, on, on your IG feed, like, mm. girls hanging out on a yacht, it's like Haley Bieber, like, Kendall, and, like, Emrata all mm. on a yacht. It's like they're being paid to be there by some, like guy who owns like Huawei or something. Right, right. I assume that they're not just on the yacht for fun because like <laughs> yachts aren't that fun, you know? Like there's other things to do. Definitely not. So, <laughs> okay. So did you find out this about this because you are a customer or because you were uh, <laughs> no, an employee? The water. I'm the only customer of the water. Like what, what's going on here, guys? Yeah, you're like, I'm just trying to figure out what the new chic water brand is. <laughs> no, I just well youtube homepage that's how i found about it (laughs) that's how we get half the content on this podcast yeah the dark underbelly of (laughs) under the water industry it's not nestle exactly (laughs) nestle probably owns the this company sick fucks i feel like nestle nestle's definitely got their fingers in some trafficking yeah 100 um so this is real tie and um if you don't believe me apparently in emrata's new book or like new ish book the Mm -hmm. one that came out she talks about being paid to like hang out on yachts with rich people. Yeah, yeah. And she like doesn't mention her friends, obviously, but if you like look on her Instagram, she's there with like all her friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All like equal level of like celebrity status. Wow. So at a certain level of model, you just get paid to go places. They're just like, we just need you. I think all levels. All levels. Especially if the lower ones, because 
you like need the money more. Right. And you, your career is like not there yet. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, I gotta like survive and maybe I can make some content at the same time. So you end up going to these like drug parties on yachts. That's crazy. Wow. What, what an interesting industry. And here I'm working from home. (laughs) Why am I podcasting? I should be selling yacht water. 100%. Uh, if you own a yacht, feel free to bang our line. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely come do a live pod on your on your fifty million dollar yacht. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for more information, check out our Patreon. Exactly. That's kind of it. That's crazy, Aaron. Brightheads, if you're listening, feel free to jump into YouTube and learn more about this. Yeah, Honestly, I, I certainly will be. It's fascinating underbelly of the influencing uh, world. You Wow. Well, Redheads, thank you for jumping in today, head first into <laughs> this pool, this pool of thought. Oh, shit. <laughs> we appreciate you, especially our Dublin listeners. And um, join us on Tuesday for more exciting, <laughs> just riveting content. Absolutely. Thanks for docking your boat with Think Fresh uh, <laughs> Industries. <Yeah. laughs>